Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. It's a matter of hair. Schools and workplaces have rules about clothing, hair, and your appearance, but when do those rules actually cross the line and affect a person's culture and perhaps even their deeply rooted heritage? This month, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the Jet Hawkins Act. It's named after a four-year-old Chicago boy who was told to go home from preschool because of his hairstyle. Effective January 1st, 2022, his hair and hundreds of thousands of other people's hairstyles will be protected in the classroom and the workplace. We talk with Jet's mother, Ida Nelson, about her fight for justice for her son. Ida, what is the significance of what the governor did, what State Senator Simmons did, what the Crown Act and the Hawkins Act now does? Well, what it does is um, sends a message that Illinois does care about the mental health outcomes for uh, children of color and support um, support them in embracing their own culture and individuality. So that's a very important message that Illinois just sent to its constituents, I guess you could say, sure. and also to the country. Well, take me back. I mean, Jet's just four years old. He was going to preschool, a private preschool, and mm-hmm. the uh, teacher and administration just said, okay, we don't like the way your hair is then what? Um, and that you must take it down. Um, and I was taken aback by that because I am well-versed in the Crown Act. And at the time, I actually did not know that the Crown Act had not been um, enforced in all states. Um, I just had some awareness of it. Um, but I was more shocked that um, a a school that has 100% African-American population in terms of their students uh, would not be racially sensitive and tolerant. And this is at preschool. So, I mean, you have other children, and and you were talking to me a little bit earlier that you had a daughter that had an an issue with a a teacher in regards to her hair in kindergarten as well. Is this, I mean, it seems to be systemic in a way that you're saying. It, it, it is because there's some sort of a messaging or ideology that black hair is unprofessional and is unacceptable. And this is all according to the uh, guidelines in the, in, the, in the handbook in a way um, and don't fit in with the uh, what was the wording? Um, well, I guess whatever is considered normal or, or, uh, or conservative. Right. Or... Uh, with the standards. It, do, okay. it doesn't fit in with the standards of the school. Well, and, and, and there's an argument that there's an argument that for African-Americans is that um, you're almost being forced into 
a European hairstyle, uh, which is the ancestors of, of most white people. I mean, is that the way that you see it? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's not one. Um, there's not one policy that states that you cannot wear straight hair. Not one policy. But there are policies out there that's, uh, that are against braids, locks, or other natural styles, a twist out, the way that your hair grows after your body in the curly state. There are rules against that. Well, we're talking about little Jet. I mean, he's only four years old. Does he understand what's going on? Jet understands way more than what we, uh, what we think. Jet is an old soul. Um, and he does understand that he, um, that, that in my household, it's uh, creativity and free thinking is uh, encouraged. And so even though he's four years old, he understands how to make positive uh, choices. Um, and he also um, understands in this household that we embrace everything about ourselves from our hair to our skin, to the way that, I, that God made our eyes and ears and nose. And so he, what he does understand that is that he loves his hair and braids and that, um, that he was told that he had to take them down and it made him very sad when he did, he cried. And he understands that he can now wear his hair exactly how he wants to, to wear that. Well, as you know, I mean, many schools say that, okay, it's gonna be a problem. It, it, it impacts the learning environment. It, it becomes a distraction, uh, hair the t-shirts that mm -hmm. some kids wear, the clothing that some kids wear. You don't argue with that, do you? Um, I don't, I, I think that if you're so easily distracted, then perhaps the problem is within you. Um, it comes from a place of, of, of ignorance um, and, and non-intolerance is where I feel it comes from. How someone wears their hair is their human right. And so, um, and, it, and people being um, outraged or appalled by or taken aback to the way someone wears their hair is, a, is just, um, it, it comes from a place of them not having culture or understanding of what it all means. It's interesting because the Crown Act, which was started in California, actually was really intended for the workplace. Um, and mm -hmm. as you well know, uh, a few years ago in 2019, uh, Dove Soap, which has really done a lot uh, to uh, uh, focus on images of uh, African-American women and, and, and all women, did a survey that said that uh, African-American women felt really under pressure to change their hair in the workplace. Um, so oh, yeah. this is a huge deal, not only in schools, but, but through society. Oh, oh absolutely. Um, this is something that I have personally struggled with. For years, I wore my hair straight because I believed that that was the only way to fit in corporate America. I wanted to put, to present myself in a, what was taught to me uh, by the same school that I had my son in. And I just did not even realize that I had been conditioned to believe that I needed to change my hair um, and wear it straight. Damage my hair really was what I was doing because I was perming my hair and flat ironing my hair to the point that my hair was damaged in order to be able to fit in with corporate America. Whenever I attempted to wear a hairstyle that was ethnic, like whenever I would just try to toe that line, there was just so much, um, it, was, it was a distraction in the way of people would just come over to me and want to touch my hair, very curious about my hair, like it was some sort of a sideshow. And then some places that, you know, it was just 
not it was frowned upon to wear your hair in some sort of ethnic style um and so that i haven't had a, a, an incident where people directly said um well actually i did have a, an incident where someone directly told me that i shouldn't wear my hair the way, the way that i had it worn but even with that i'm like i i always i associated like um certain styles with being ghetto like they would have like a negative connotation because that's what society taught me to think and believe instead of embracing and celebrating things that make us uniquely us you know um so i i i, I think that there absolutely should um i think that the the ideology that any institution has the right to govern the way that someone wears their hair or what someone does with their body I think that any any anything like that should be abolished. What has been the reaction so far? I mean, you must have heard from uh, uh, parents as well as other women, other men, in fact, in regards to this fight that you did for the for the Hawkins Act. Well, the the response um, is mostly positive. I've had nothing but positive responses directly. Um, but it's interesting when I look at comments and things on the internet from. Uh, people from a different from different cultures mostly there's a lot of uh, rhetoric about this being a waste of time why is this an issue it's a waste of tax dollar um, you know uh, funding um, when I see these things that is very hurtful and um, I attempt not to respond to any of those things but um, you know what I would like for people who make those types of comments to understand is that um, it's not a waste of tax dollar funding when it's something um, that is is impacting the mental health outcomes for children and the people who it is affecting. We we are we we're taxpayers too, and so our issues um, and the things that affect our hearts are equally as important as whatever the issues that you feel are important are. You know, people are coming on on um, on the page talking about masks. You know, we're talking about a human rights issue and you're talking about, well, why don't they talk about masks? Can we not just celebrate the fact that we um, we we now have somewhat we're closer to creating equality for for people and um, giving the children, children the ability to um, live and operate free of discrimination? Can we celebrate that? So. That's a little bit disheartening, but the majority of people that I physically and verbally, uh, physically encounter and verbally speak to are pretty excited about the bill. Tell me also, uh, I mean, this was a major accomplishment for you in Illinois, but you're not done yet, are you? I mean, you would, you, um, there's now a dozen, more than a dozen states that have approved a form of the Crown Act. You want to see it nationwide. Absolutely, as it should be. Um, it's a shame that we have to work so hard in order to get something that, again, is just a privilege to other people, the right to exist uh, free of hair discrimination in uh, the country that you're native to. Um, but yes, I'm working to to um, reform any policies like this that exist in, in, the, in any state in the United States. And I'm sure other states and other activists have reached out to you so far. Um, a few activists have reached out to me. Um, a few, the other states, not so much. Um, I, I, I would hope that they do reach out to me, and I certainly plan on reaching out to them um, as an initiative of the Kids Like Jet uh, organization. 
Jet's going to school now. I mean, he's heading to uh, what would it be first grade or no kindergarten? He's, going to, he's heading to kindergarten. Yeah, kindergarten. So, I mean, is he going to be like a, a rock star now? Jet was born a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> he really was. Um, but he's humble. He's humble. But he is going, I, I tell you what, he's going to another private school. And I interviewed them um, and asked about what their um, feelings are about um, teaching children to embrace the whole their whole self and uh, teaching to the whole child. And this school is on par with um, exactly what we all should be, you know, teaching our children. But I feel like this is a safe place for my children to um, to reside for school. And do you think this really is going to do something to Jet in the future? I mean, uh, he, this can't be the pinnacle of his life at four years old. I mean, where does he go from <laughs> here to have to have an actual act of the state legislature named after him? Absolutely. I tell Jet, he, he better be somebody or else. But um, no, I, I, I think that this is just the beginning for Jet. Um, like I said, he was born, um, we knew that um, he was going to be something special when he was born and um, he never ceases to amaze us. So we're working towards making sure that he is a positive contributor to society. Ida Nelson, Jet Hawkins' mother. The new legislation was spearheaded by, among other people, State Senator Mike Simmons of Chicago. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.